Tom. Wisdom shared by the housewives and the occasional house husband of Scotland in the pages of the Sunday Post in the 1950s. Whatever will they make of it today? Hello and welcome back to the second episode of Warm and Dry from Pass It On Tips. Steve, you're going to hit us with another one. We're going to start with the notion of dryness because we did title this Warm and Dry, but we've only, we've only talked, well last week we talked only about um, warm. staying warm. So I'm going to get a little damp on you if, you, if you'll forgive it. Moist. When you can't get your coat dried, if you get your coat wet and drying space is limited, place coat on a hanger and hang outside wardrobe. Fill a hot water bottle and suspend it from the hanger inside the coat. This not only dries the coat, but smooths the creases. A.E. McIntyre, 48 Long Row, Campbelltown, Windsor, pair of towels. Yeah, I mean, I see why it would work, but suspend from... It just sounds all a bit much. I can't imagine it would do that much. I think that would work. If it was like a duffel coat, probably would, but... You know. But it's a very gentle heat from a mm-hmm. hot water bottle. And it goes I? cold quite quickly. Yeah. In a house in the 1950s, when it's absolutely stonking with rain outside, cats and dogs, steel rods, the whole lot, um, and there's only one fire, I no central heating, no tumble dryer, Where, what would you do? Put your jacket Not. I'm not saying, na- no, not saying on the fire or... N- or particularly close to the fire, but relatively close. Yeah, but the kids' coats and nappies yeah. and such like, they'll, they'll take precedence. Oh. So he has to get his coat done somehow. I, I think I think that's pretty clever. I think that's not yeah, bad I mean, at all. Yeah, I mean, it is clever. I just uh-huh. can't imagine working all that, all that effectively, I'm, I'm asking. Or but maybe I'll give it a go. No, you won't. <laughs> Inspired by the good You'll people. put it in a tumble dryer. I don't have a tumble dryer. No, I mean, yeah. Wish yes, I you do. No, I actually don't. I wish I did, though. Oh, so you don't have one in your in your current gaff? <clears throat> nope. Just washing machine. Okay. Because the tumble dryer, as we learned in the, knit, the ironing episode, the tumble dryer is your favourite form of ironing. Yes, but I don't have one now. Yeah. <gasps> oh, Connie. We'll Disaster. be calling you creased, Connie, from now on. Probably could today, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll keep you dry some more. Keeps dry. Some Macintoshes gape, allowing the bottom of skirt or coat to get wet, especially in windy weather. I cut up an old plastic cape and made an apron to tie on under my Mac. This has proved very successful. Mrs Watson, 43 Penleys Grove Street, York. She should have just cut a bit out of the plastic and put it into the slit at the back. I think it's at the front. That's the front. She's she's put on an apron to keep warm, to keep dry. dry. Yeah. So she she puts a sort of buy a exa- bigger size and overlap it. Actually, you know what? I'm really surprised that uh, the inventive, like clever fifties woman didn't put more buttons on the mm-hmm. on the mark to bring it further around, or or even you know pinching it with something. Yeah, yeah. Like putting a safety pin at the bottom or something. Yeah, which would have kept it kind of together. Yeah, would have well. pulled it a bit, I suppose. Steve looks so disappointed. I do. Um, <laughs> no, I mean that uh, one was a bit rubbish. I don't know. I don't know if you can. I can allow you to tell my pass it on people that they're a bit rubbish. Mm, that's Mrs. what your Watson. face says. <laughs> your mouth says one thing. Your face says another. Okay. Again, they're bully. Have you noticed that they're bullying me? They are. They gang up on done. me. They do. Right. I can only take recourse on my friends from the nineteen fifties. <laughs> Frosty mornings. 
Before hanging out washing on frosty mornings, rub a little talcum powder on the backs of the hands and wrists. It prevents chafing. Mrs M Wilson, 36 Old Town, Broxburn. Where are you getting chafing from? Well, it's only hanging out washing. It's not going to take her hours. No, but I said it was chapped, I guess, yeah, rather than chafing. But why, why would it... I can imagine that. If After you're hanging walking, out a listen, few bits of washing. But you're talking about, well, for one thing, all your laundry. Oh, yeah. We, for another, yeah. it's um, cause a weekly wash. For another, it's the washing is wet mm. and it's cold out, so your hands mm. would get very cold and conceivably chapped. Uh, I'm on board. Yeah, yeah I, I can So would you put too. your washing out on a frosty morning? Because you'd no other choice. I wouldn't. Yeah. Well. You wouldn't? Not, now, not nowadays, I wouldn't, no. No, neither would I, but. Certainly wouldn't be the first time I've got home and if my chore was bringing in the washing, the. Washing was stiff with ice and frost. No, crazy. we're not. We're not convincing you, are we? Not really. Okay. In that case, I'm going to talk about your fur coat. <laughs> fur coat. Before putting away your fur coat or fur coloured coat, wind an old silk scarf around the coat hanger hook. This prevents the fur being ruffled at the centre back of the neck. Mrs. J. Muir, care of Eight Grossert Street, Salisbury, North Lanarkshire. We had a fur coat woman a few weeks ago uh-huh. with a care of a dress, and we discussed it. Mm, all fur coat and nay knickers are these women. <laughs> it was the same woman. I have to go and check. No, yeah, possibly no. The one no, Sunday Post reader who had a fur coat. No, but that's two. <laughs> you know, no, but that's yeah. It's funny I mean, though. It's interesting. Are they ladies of the night? No, <laughs> Connie. No, and that's why they're care of. See, the, not care, the care of thing interested me the last time we, we talked about it. Yeah, it did. It did. I, it's interesting. When I moved to London after graduating to work, I stayed in a, a room in a house. But I didn't list my address as care of 186 mm-hmm. Galatley Road. It was 186 Galatley Road. I, I, it, but these folk obviously don't feel a sense of proprietor, proprietorialness. Yes. Propriety. Ownership. No, ownership, thank That's you. That's because they're all far B- Because... <laughs> It was just a room in a, in, a, in somebody else's house and they recognised yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was... Um, it's an excuse to show she's got a fur coat. Yeah, yeah let's probably. Let's be she's no house, but she's got a fur coat. No knickers. <laughs> Actually, we talked uh, just recently, just a few minutes ago, about uh, how to keep warm in a Macintosh. Here's a good one. Listen to this. Okay. Inner jacket. Make a plain jacket of terry towelling <laughs> to wear under your rubber-lined Macintosh. It absorbs any moisture and helps to stop the rubber perishing. Mrs E. Harris, 51 Downs Road, Walmer, Kent. That's a dressing gown. Pretty much, yes. It is, yeah. Uh-huh. But plastic marks, or rubber marks, must have been very cold. But also very sweaty, that's the point. Yeah. When she's yeah. absorbing moisture, what she's saying is absorbing mm. sweat, because you know, there's no permeability to that material. So yeah. I yeah. just can't think, it warm, can't have been that cold. Like, the weather can't be that different in the past, what, 60 years? Oh. 70? Oh, God. 70 years. Nearly. Nearly, yeah. Very nearly. That's how old I am. But, <laughs> you're, but you remember you're thinking about, um, uh, uh, in effect, a thin plastic-like yeah, yeah. substance, and that's it. Like a parka. Yeah, not dissimilar. Or a pack-a-mac. Not dissimilar, but um, a little bit thicker. Actually, I'll tell you more yeah, so about coats then. Here's one for children. <laughs> Dry in the wettest weather. When children's trench coats have lost their proofing through dry cleaning, etc., place a piece of plastic material between the coat and the lining across the shoulders. 
I find this keeps them dry in the wettest weather. Mrs. M. Allen, 16 Stirling Terrace, Dundee, wins a pair of towels. Mm. With which she can line some can more children's Yeah, she can mop up. She's only, uh, she's allowing them to go out in coats that leak, but she's giving <laughs> them a bit of Terry toweling across the shoulders. This keeps them dry. Keeps them mostly dry. Yeah, for the yeah, because it would come part. through, wouldn't it? Yeah. Is it an abiding memory of yours of being a bit generally damp throughout your childhood, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> I do remember. She's still damp now. <laughs> I may look that way, <laughs> but I remember going out to play in the rain, whereas my children didn't really go out in the rain. Whereas I went out to play, no matter what the weather was. Yeah, me too. And got wet quite well, a bit, and absolutely love. Uh, Total downpour, downpour, and getting t- entirely wet. I really like that. Yeah, you jumped in puddles. That's so very annoying. I definitely did jump in puddles. Yeah, and would attempt to to splash my female do classmates. Now? Um, oh, had, I have not done you, it for some time. To if you had your Wellingtons me. on, I probably would. Yeah, I like driving through puddles in the car. Oh, I'm splashing people. No, absolutely not. Kerry used to do that when he first passed his driving test. <gasps> him and his Terrible. You're going to get that laddie arrested. No, he's like Kerry, we're years coming ago. to get you, mate. Nine years ago. Jail. <laughs> flask tea. If tea has to be carried in a flask, it is better to carry tea bags. Fill the flask with boiling water and pop in a tea bag just before required. Let it infuse for a few minutes. This gives a much fresher, fresher tasted tea. Mrs. Yeah. J. McLean, 86 Ralston Road, Campbelltown. This enough. is a good one. That's a I mean, good one, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit more faff, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah, slightly. Uh, but you, you need a good cup of tea, though, on a cold day. You do. Warm the cockles. Indeed it does, yeah. Yeah, I've never never really been one of these soup people. Good cup of tea. Whether in your wellies or in your, in your gu- gullet. It was, no, over, honestly, it was over the wellies, wasn't it? Over the, over the wellies, yeah. What did your mum think of you sharing this with us? She thinks it's cool because it's true. Well, that's fine then. Don't okay. you, mum? Tweet yeah. us. <laughs> At the Pass It On pod. Tweet, tweet. Steve? Yes? Tell me what you think about Starbucks and people who buy mocha frocka like that. Mocha frocka, is that a thing? <laughs> oh. I think you know that my opinion of fancy... I'm just trying to alienate so, Steve, audi- what's, that? what's that in your phone case? Would that be a coffee and coal loyalty voucher? I have had uh, a cup of tea <laughs> from there on occasion if I need one, but yep. wildly expensive branded tea, coffee things, let's be honest, it's, a, it's, not, it's mm. not for how they taste or anything. That is a pose. That Are you a, a Starbucks guy? That is a... No. No. Any I, of although, the above? I, although I will like I I, I like all I like Starbucks drinks that don't sort of pretend to be coffee. You know, if it's, yeah. a, if it's a gingerbread latte, really sort of <laughs> flavorful, fun drink, which has only a passing um, association to coffee. Yeah, those are lovely. Yeah, just like a little no. a little sun sun. But Steve Steve loves a PSL once the season runs round. We're in PSL, PSL. season now. PSL. Um, what? I don't know. Is that? Do they make shirts? Pumpkin spice latte. A pumpkin spice. Whoa! Latte. I'm so not on the DL with that. It has become a cultural phenomenon now. PSL. Not in my circles. No, I, I, I'm totally. Was it right, a pumpkin spice? But I wasn't latte. PSL. What an abbreviation that is. Don't they make shirts? PSL. They, they tried. To, they tried yeah. to make it a thing a couple of years PGL, ago. PGL, I think. Isn't it YSL? 
So yes, that's the complete thing yeah. yeah. So they make so shirts they, and they make drinks. more than <laughs> shirts, but okay. No, I... PSL. I, I for misery. People are posers with those big cups. Oh, yes. It's break time. And I'm going to run and get a PSL. Ho, ho, ho. The Pass It On books make the perfect gift for Christmas. Or even any other time of year. Especially for your favourite older relative who will find lots in there that they'll recognise. You can get 20% off the Pass It On books at DC Thompson Shop uk by using the discount code THRIFTY at checkout. And, as Santa famously always says, check the episode notes for details and terms. Here's your bonus ad break tip. A selection of Christmas cards with envelopes already stamped makes an acceptable pre-Christmas gift for an invalid. <laughs> Right, um, Connie has has been in attempted to buy a drink with some a initials PSL. on it that I fully PSL. <laughs> I didn't understand, and never will understand, and I hope that I will never understand because I'm going to talk to you about more <laughs> important things because you you need to know this. Yes, obviously. More heat from electric fire at no extra cost. You Clean- wire them to your neighbour. <laughs> What? Like doing that hooky up thing when you run, what's it called? Stealing. Yes, yes that one. Yeah. Common theft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is more heat Yeah. from electric fire at no extra cost. Mm-hmm. Clean the reflector of your electric fire with metal polish and the fire gives out much more heat. Always unplug the fire before <laughs> doing the job. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs A. That, Thompson, like, pity you, have you more. Wins a pair of towels. Conductive stuff. What? It's just reflecting the heat, I suppose. It's yeah. A, it's I'm not sure yeah. how it's much it actually makes a difference, but yeah. Mm. Oh, I think that would make a difference. I think I do, think she's got that. Do we there. suggest that again? This is person is uh, just showing off that they've got an electric heater because that's guy fancy for the fifties. <laughs> oh rather no, than a, rather than a. Do you remember uh, those old one fire? bar electric oh, portable heaters? Of yeah. Terrible, no. yeah. Yeah. I remember um, a terrifying thing, and you'll remember this as well: a gas standalone gas central oh, heating. Absolutely, thing. yeah. And uh, they were they were big, bulky things about the yeah. size and they had of a, a small child. Uh-huh. Um, and they had ceramic, those sort of wobbly ceramic things in the front of them. Yeah. And but they and they, you put a color gas canister mm-hmm. in the back of them, hooked mm-hmm. it up, and when you sparked it up, it boomf, yeah, boomfed into life. Yeah. And it was just and open flame. Yeah. You had effectively a half primed bomb in the corner yeah. of the room. Carbon monoxide poisoning. Well, yeah, that a danger. Well, yeah. like, I remember yeah. as a kid being terrified of them because, of course, they were very dangerous. Because mm. even though there was a metal grill over the front where the flame was, it was just a, a, mm. a an open flame, and it would, of course, be it wouldn't have the same uh, visual cues that it was dangerous because a coal fire, of course, or wood fire has a hearth around yeah. it. But this yeah. thing is just sitting in the corner of a room, mm-hmm. and a, and it is taller than most children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And with the the very very hot, but just at children's fingers. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Actually, I'm going to tell you about them. <laughs> Owners of paraffin convectors should always keep paraffin in the tank. There is always a certain amount of moisture which can cause corrosion if tank is left empty. Mrs. Janet Patton, six seven Cross Street, Tayport. Will you guys remember I'm paraffin lost on the heaters? <laughs> Small boys such as me used to have to go along to buy a can full, a jerry can full of paraffin. And neither me nor my brothers, we all hated this job. We had to go along to a lady 
called Mrs. Knott, and we would knock on her door, and she had this outside. And she wasn't. And in. she would pour us a. Not in. <laughs> <laughs> if only she'd been not in. <laughs> but we used to get a gallon of paraffin, have to carry it back along the road, which was very heavy. heavy. Yeah. yeah, I can still remember to this day that paraffin jerry can. It didn't close. It didn't have a stopper. It was uh, open to the elements through a spout. Slosh it all over the place. Well, you did a bit, but uh, if you got home with an empty paraffin <laughs> when you'd been <laughs> sent to pay for one, you were in trouble. And was that for a paraffin lamp? Or no, it was for heating? a paraffin heater. Um, Have you ever seen a paraffin lamp in operation? I No, not not live, no. I believe they are very... It's a beautiful pungent. light. Is it? It's a, it's a, it's a gorgeous, very um, clean, clear light you get from paraffin lamps. Mm, are those oh. the ones that have a sort of flume? No, you're thinking of um, gas uh, lamps with the with the. Um, I suppose paraffin as well. Yes, you're they've right. They've got little twisty things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. My granny had one of those. Um, actually, it's funny you say that because we were actually speaking about paraffin lamps. Don't ask me why. In the pub not so long ago, and we were discussing the fact that you can still buy paraffin heaters for gardens and things mainly. Mm. But my friend and and works in the bar as well. He was um, talking about when he had to go and collect um, paraffin and he used to walk from wherever he lived down, what's that road in Dundee, Steve, um, that goes down and it joins onto Dens Road, comes to the bottom of Dens Road Market and it's a big, big long street. Arthurston Terrace, no? Can't remember now. Anyway. Arthurston Terrace, there's close to there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, it's whatever goes down the way. Anyway, oh, Arkley Street. Arkley Street. Yeah, and he used to... No, to well, aren't aren't you then. glad, listener, that we got there? Sorry, it doesn't it add so much to your understanding and enjoyment of the podcast? Look it up on Google Maps. There you go. You'll know Dundee after So he had to walk from the top of Arkley Street all the way down to the bottom to get paraffin. Mm-hmm. It's a long way. Yeah. It's a steep hill well, that, as well. I'm not saying that he lived at the top of Arkley oh, Street, but right. it was in the vicinity of there. So, yeah. But it was before Arkley Street, so it was like, that was a long walk. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's okay. I think sending children to do that, that's what I had to do. Yeah, was that Come, as long a walk? Uh, no, it was all on the flat as well. And so to mm-hmm. the, this, Mrs. No, was she just a was she a she, shop of any kind, or was she just somebody who bulk bought? She sold it on the black market. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. That was what she did. She had a big outside. That's awfully dispenser. naughty of her. <laughs> <laughs> she was quite a nice lady, um, Mrs. Not. She would see us on the street and pat our heads. <laughs> anyway, Hi, dogs. Houses used to be more damp than they are now because building regulations are different now. I know yeah. this. Keeps dry. To keep salt and pepper running freely in damp weather, place an inverted tumbler over each container. MC Toy, 14 Netherhill Road, Paisley. MC Toy, DJ in the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, again, such a, such a modern way to be <laughs> approaching this. However, I have another salt tip, so I'm going to give you it, whether you like it or not. To put it on slugs and kill them. That's what we did when we were younger. No. Salt. Put a cocktail stick through the top of the salt cellar. It's not only ornamental, (laughs) but keeps the salt from going damp and blocking the aperture. Mrs. D. Scott, 186 High Street, Lockheed, Dundee. And These people have damp is that houses. Ornamental. Uh, yes, it's not even ornamental. Is what she actually meant to write. Or, yeah. I think she's talking about a plastic cocktail stick, um, which would be well, perhaps she, a red. Put, colour. I should put like an umbrella in it. You know, like a cock an umbrella <laughs> for a cocktail. Then that Jaunty. slightly might be a little more. I think you're making light of these poor people who live in damp houses. I think the um, inverted tumbler is a good call. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That idea of just putting a, a little 
microclimate yeah. around mm. the, the things is, is perfectly reasonable. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with the idea of actually stoppering up the salt cellar to stop moisturing in. But <laughs> <laughs> she contends that it's in some way ornamental. <laughs> is pushing yeah, things Yeah, like, that's just a silly kind of... Oh, come on. You're being MC unkind toy. to Mrs. Scott. Poor lady. Right. Here's a manly tip after my own heart. Lagging pipes. When lagging outside pipes, bind strips from an old plastic Macintosh around the lagging to keep it intact and dry. It also stops the pipes from freezing as cold winds cannot penetrate. Mrs A. Foster, 4 North Road, Towlaw, Bishop Auckland. So in no. lagging, we're talking about wrapping pipes to prevent um, freezing. Yes, uh-huh. But I, yeah, everyone I've, does that in the winter. But whenever I've seen that done, it's always been then painted with a pitch tar like you know, some oh, kind yeah, of substance yeah. that, that, that acts happens as, as well. Acts as that, that oh, you barrier. get that foamy, chubby stuff like a woggle when you're swimming. Um, <laughs> that they use now. A woggle. A woggle. What's a woggle? Something that scouts. A woggle. No, you've never used. I don't Surely. know. Surely, when you I, you to me, it. a woggle is the little bit of sort of deer bone Give me that time. keeps a. Here a I scouts come with my woggling in place. Is there, is there another swimming? A woggle. Woggle. Sorry, what's a Give woggle? us one more tip while she's googling. Okay. Steve. No, no, I've got it here. Oh, this too is late. What, oh, Amazon. Here she comes. Are you ready? Are you in there? Yeah. Go give on us then. a minute. I'm Woggles. I give you woggles. Oh, I'd right. I call that a pool noodle. <laughs> See, that's worse. A what <laughs> noodle? Exactly. Ladies oh, and gentlemen. It's a piece of plastic they're well, talking well, it's about. Like it's not foam. foamy. It's tube. foamy stuff foamy that you would tube. press onto a tube. See, there. Oh, that's that's a nineteen eighties, maybe even nineties invention. Woggle. Used to lug pipes with old bits Rags. of uh, horsehair blanket. He said that was such that a sounds, relish. That sounds itchy. It's a pipe. It doesn't matter whether it's itchy <laughs> no. or not. No, the blanket obviously like had oh, a, had a blanket <laughs> purpose before it had a yes, woggly fair. Sorry. type purpose. <laughs> Well, that's our pool quote for this episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll give you a painful one for a poor child. Oh. Cold comfort. Knit two sleeves from odd ounces of leftover wool, thread elastic through the tops, and wear over short sleeves under your coat. And that's used to get your mittens and your gloves knitted through your, jump, your jacket. Yes, but she's talking about full sleeves to yeah. put on underneath your coat. Sorry, mm. it was from Margaret O'Bell. 18 Westlands, Sunderland. Hmm. I, again, like the uh, the cut-down blazer that we talked about last week, I would not like to wear, to be seen to have hand-knitted woolen sleeves hmm. under my coat. But if they were in your coat, sewn into your coat, you wouldn't know. They're not sewn in, are they? No, they're not no, sewn No, but if in. they were. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't like the, the lads at school. They would laugh and point laughed at you anyway <laughs> on that note I think we have given you all enough tips to stay warm and dry whether they work we'll never probably know because please don't try them yeah don't try them do like, waste, go on waste of time. especially the paraffin <laughs> join us next time for more madness or possibly genius from households in Scotland in the 1950s and for more nonsense from us here in Scotland today see you then
Hiya, it's Chris here with a little personal appeal on behalf of Connie, Steve and me. We so love making this podcast and we hope to keep doing so for a long time to come, but we need your support to prove that it's worth doing. Now, there are three ways you can help us keep making episodes. The first, and the one that makes the biggest difference, is by buying the books. They're stuffed with hundreds of fascinating, clever and occasionally downright daft tips. And as Steve said, you can get 20% off with a discount code THRIFTY at dcthompsonshop.co.uk. Next, spread the word. Tell your pals to listen if you think they'd love it too. And if you tag the Pass It On pod on Twitter or Pass It On Tips on Facebook, we'll see you and we'll give you a big virtual kiss. And lastly, subscribing, rating and reviewing the podcast, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, help other people discover it when they're browsing and looking for things to listen to. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Even if you do none of that, we still love having you. See you next time.